Fuller and welcome in to a, another episode of the West Life Podcast. I am your host, Josh Barnett, and we are brought to you by Holman Barnes Group, which includes West Ashfield Leagues, the best place to watch the game live and loud this Thursday night, much warmer and much more comfortable than uh, heading out to Combank, I would assume, on Thursday night. Not that I know the weather in Sydney at the moment, I'm assuming it's pretty pretty chilly over there at the moment, boys, but I'm um, not looking forward to getting back to to that on uh, Friday afternoon. But yeah, check out the Garden Bistro and walk on before the game at West Ashfield. Get yourself a feed for a Thursday night at West Life Pod. Please give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter. The link tree links on those profiles. You can find everything we do, uh, including our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash West Life. We'll get to the boys and girls questions later on in this episode. And while we're not on YouTube for this episode, please head to at Westlife Pod on YouTube and give us a like and a we can't really like this because it's not on there, but give us a give us a follow, turn notifications <laughs> on on there. Like like the last video. Just find the video and like it. Just uh, like, comment, help the algorithm, share it with your friends. Tell your friends. We, uh, boys, I don't know about you, but I've received a lot of messages this week about our Monday episode and our numbers um for a loss, I mean, normally after the win wins, we get uh, a numbers spike, which I imagine it is a, like just makes total sense. If you don't want to listen to West Tigers content, then why would you after a loss like that? But the fact that so many people listened and reached out to us uh, the past forty eight hours from Monday's episode and saying that's exactly how we feel. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back and give it a listen. Maybe after this episode, as we try to break down. That schmozzle from Monday. Um, Rob, I know you've received a few messages the last couple of days. Yeah, I have. Uh, g'day, boys. G'day, listeners. Uh, look, to be to be honest, I get messages every day, Josh, right? whether it's about our shows or whether it's yeah. about the club, and it's mostly about the club. Uh, a lot of disillusioned people out there, uh, you know, the few the few messages that I got, they, they pretty much said, look, we agree with everything you blokes said. Um I don't know. I don't know many people that can put a positive spin on on the state of the club at the moment. And mm. you know, just to be fair, Josh, I, I I felt like this for a long time. It didn't take a seventy four nil loss for this to happen. Like we've just known for a long time that you know, with the way this club's been run from up top, we we just we're going backwards. We haven't had success. We're we're all sick of it. We're getting more of these excuses as we said monday you know stick together stick solid with salary caps in great position crap 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 well it is it's not crap i mean the salary cap is in great position we're going to have a problem probably spending 90 percent of it the way we're going at the moment like yeah who the hell going to want to come to us but um it's just not good times but you know for me personally I, i've just it's hard like i said the other day everyone can react differently to how they take it, you know, whether they want to be members, watch games, not watch games, whatever. I, I feel, for my own sake, I just want to watch replays of the game. I, I don't want to put myself through a, watching a game live. Uh, I, I'm expecting a bounce back, particularly the first 15, 20 minutes uh, tomorrow mm. night on the, uh, at the game. But that said, I just, I, I don't have, I don't have hope anymore, guys. I'm pretty disillusioned with the whole thing. As I said Monday, it's, it's not life or death, but I mean, yeah, it's just. Just very disheartening, boys, and you know we we just plot on and, and just see what happens. But until we get some change at the top, I, I, I pretty much uh, logged out, boys. Uh, we'll get you fired up in just a second when we 
play Lee Hedgemantalis' SEN appearance this, from this morning. But as how are you on this Wednesday uh, afternoon? Yeah, g'day, Josh. G'day, Rob. G'day, listeners. Uh, I'm about as good as you can be um, after coming off a 74-nil um, absolute shellacking. And like Rob, I don't have much hope for tomorrow night's game. Um, obviously, I'm a member and the, the game's a part of my my member package because I got the full season, so I'm going to be going. But I don't know how into the game I'm going to get. Um, I'm At this point, I may not even wear a jersey. Like, I, I may just go. And it'll be the first time I've gone to the game not wearing a jersey because I'm feeling pretty disillusioned as well. Um, struggling to find a reason to have any hope or faith in the club that I love. And, yeah, it's it's, it's not a fun time, but um, we're all fans and we all, we'll all get through it together. Well, I started talking with a, mic, a muted mic again. Good trick, Josh. Uh, Robert, <laughs> let's start the show with a... Um, a lighter note, Lee Hadjimantelis's, uh, if, you can, if you don't laugh, you don't cry, as a lot of people have said this week with the Tigers. But here's Lee on SEN with Andrew Voss and uh, who's his co-host? Who's Voss's co-host on this one? Is Anyone it Brand? I've listened it's, to it's, it's normally Brandy, but I think Brandy's in Origin Camp at the moment. Yeah, so it's not else. Brandy. Okay, I'm not be feeling. Right, anyway, here's Lee. No, Trent. Benji will be parachuted into the head coaching role, but in 2025, um, we remain absolutely committed to the path that we are on. Uh, Tim will be the head coach in 23 and 24. Benji, Benji fulfills the role of the assistant coach, uh, and that will continue. But, of course, it's not to be unexpected that as, as Benji progresses and continues to learn his craft, he will assume a more senior posture. And we've seen, we've seen that already. Um, and he has exceeded our expectations at this point. Now, he will continue to progress through his apprenticeship, and then he will take over the head coaching role. It's, it, it couldn't be expected it would be some magical transition on the 1st of November 2024. Um, and this, is, of course, is all with the blessing of Tim, who has publicly declared that he is an interim or a transition coach, and he's providing the club with invaluable assistance in taking over the reins for two years, and then bringing Benji along for 2025. So, no, no, we've we publicly stated what our path is moving forwards, and we, we remain committed to it. Um, Reid Marnie at the Bulldogs said after the Bulldogs defeat on Sunday, get on the bus, you know, we need, we need support. Now, obviously, Lee, you are aware of the disenchantment of many um, Tigers fans at the moment. Do you have a message for Tigers fans? Speaking on behalf of the board. So we're taking our Brighton's lawyer's hat off at the moment, speaking on behalf of the, the board and those that run the club. No, absolutely, Andrew. It's just, it's just a short message. Just keep the faith. I, I appreciate the disappointment. Um, and um, I, let me tell you, I'm not immune to accessing social media and seeing people vent their spleen in the most colourful terms. So <laughs> they're, they're all entitled to to tell us what they feel and what they think. We take that all on board. We are as bitterly disappointed where where we stand as all our fans and stakeholders are. But we have committed to a certain pathway forwards. We've made significant structural changes over the last 12 months. At, at the moment, we may not be seeing uh, the, the bearing of fruit, but it will come. I'm, I'm absolutely convinced of that. Uh, we are about to embark on a very aggressive recruitment pro, uh, program. There's a lot of work being done quietly and behind the scenes in recruitment, and that should continue with a view to that there will be very significant change 
to our roster moving forwards. I mean, uh, at the moment, it's, it's no secret that we are suffering with a lack of halves. Our starting halves are both out injured in Adam Dewey and uh, Luke Brooks. And, of course, you miss your number nine with Appy. There's three-quarters of your spine gone. And, um, regrettably, we don't have the depth to cover that at the moment. So they're the sort of things that we're looking at and looking at earnestly. Uh, there is a lot of work going on behind the scenes. I, I am never off the phone uh, during the day speaking to my fellow directors uh, or to our CEO or to um, our recruiter. So uh, keep the faith. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, right, Rob, I'll go to you first. Um, a little line in there that we're pretty familiar with from Lee. Yeah, that's my line. That line belongs to me. It should be directed at me, the venting of the spleen. <laughs> Look, I, I, I shouldn't even be laughing about it, Josh. I mean, the guy's in denial. I don't expect him to say anything differently. What's he going to say? We're up shit creek. I mean, the path that he talks about isn't a path. It's a slippery slope, okay? And we're anchored to the bottom of that slope. And every decision they make tends to be the wrong one. And then he's got his faith in Tim Sheens, who's delusional himself. Tim Sheens shouldn't be mentoring Benji. He's better off without him, Benji. So... I, I'm just at a loss for. I, I just I just can't support these blokes, Josh. I can support the team. I can support the colours. I can, I can't support a state of hopelessness. It is absolutely hopeless. Yeah, they've made some structural changes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We have been very vigorous in our recruiting. He can't say we're we're going to be vigorous now in our recruiting. We've been vigorous for nine months. Okay. No fucker wants to come to our club. Okay, no one wants to come to our club, mostly because of who's running the show. Okay, they're running away from us. Everyone knows if you play at another club, you've got more chance of succeeding. And if you come to our club, you're going back absolutely backwards. I, I can't tolerate this bloke anymore, Josh. I can't tolerate any of these blokes at the top. And as far as I'm concerned, he's not the chairman, okay? He's the major sponsor. Because a chairman would stand down and do the most noble thing, okay? He's, he's not a chairman's arsehole, okay? He, he talks the talk, but he cannot walk the walk, mate. That walk goes down that slope. We're absolutely fucked right now. There is no other way to describe it. Totally fucked. Yeah, it's coming from the spleen, Lee, but it's coming from the heart, mate, because my heart is fucking crushed. I'll be watching the AFL tomorrow night, the Richmond Tigers, not the West Tigers, okay? Because you make me fucking sick. Okay, it's not one year, it's four years of you, it's nearly eight years of fucking Justin Pascoe, and your docile board, my God, you've got some dumb fucks on that board, mate. Fuck off out of this club because you're killing us. You're absolutely fucking killing us, mate. You're dead set fucking hopeless, and you look in the mirror and you think you're great. Take that fucking hat off and get fucking Pascoe to get rid of his Hitler fucking haircut. You're fucking embarrassing. You're, I'm being embarrassing now, but no one has to fucking look at me. You guys represent the club, and you've absolutely fucking destroyed us. And you were told last year to get an experienced coach. What do you do? You get a has-been from England, and you put someone that's got no experience as coach. That came from Seraldo and his own manager. They just don't know what they're doing. They're going to buy time, and I can guarantee you what they're doing next, Josh. They 100% will have a signing by next week no matter who it be, because when the focus goes on these two idiots, okay, they want to deflect attention. They're going to they're gonna sign someone, I don't know who it is, and try and get the fan base all on board and just buy a bit of time. But the reality is we're absolutely screwed right now and there is no hope. There is no hope until we get new leadership up top.
that's all I've got to say on that, mate. Our major sponsor, Holman Barnes Group, will be at the next West Tigers home game at Combank Stadium for round 19 this Thursday, 6th of July, prior to kickoff. And Holman Barnes Group will be issuing free one year memberships to all West Tigers fans on game day with your chance to win West Tigers merchandise, dining vouchers, and an exclusive West Tigers signed jersey as the major prize. Holman Barnes Group bringing people together. One person I feel sorry for in all this is the current playing group as well. At the end of the day, they're not sheep, they're, they're human beings. And Lee in there saying, we don't have any depth, our halves are missing at the moment. As like, How does Brendan Wakeham go out and play for the West Tigers knowing that his boss has basically come out and said that we don't have a halfback? And he's come out and said he'd love to try and um, become the, uh, the West Tigers 7 moving forward, and not, not just Wakeham, just the playing group in general. Like when so many of them have had the tap on the shoulder and they've seen guys like Joe Off and Gowie who literally came out and said, I didn't want to leave, but they, they told me I had to. Jackson Hastings, like letting him go, who loved to play for the jersey. Like how did the playing group kind of go out and rugby league's a game that you can't, not that there's many sports that you can half ass. I guess you can um, stand in a, cricket field sometimes and uh, it's not quite the same as the intensity of rugby league but when you need a hundred percent intensity at in the NRL like as I gotta feel sorry for the players what do you reckon yeah absolutely um, the players are almost like we the we the fans um, and the supporter base are the victims in all of this because we're the ones who um, throw our hard-earned money at the club um, whether it be mm. and time or just as well games or- yeah, memberships. time, yeah, time, time, money, emotional investment, hundred percent. As and you're up, you're the cream of the crop when it comes to that. I I don't like want to brag or anything like that, but I mean, I have been one of those people. And but in in saying that, like, there's another fan in particular who I think of in times like this, and that's little Lockie, who um, last year went to mm. I think every single game the Tigers played. Uh, or just about, he might have yeah. missed, missed one. But not only that, but like you said, yeah, the players, how, how do they go out and play um, if, the, if the board and the bosses and everything don't have faith in them? Like you, you mentioned Wakem, That's a good example because, um, yeah, we don't have any like concrete halves because um, the first choice halves, both Adam and Brooks, are both out injured. Brooksy maybe maybe back in a couple of weeks, two to three weeks. I don't know. But, I mean... Wakem, yeah, I remember Wakem. He said that probably what about two weeks ago, um, and things haven't quite panned out for him. But he has had a good a good crack at it. Um, no one's denying that. He just didn't really get the opportunities, pretty much like most of the team last weekend. So, yeah, I, I do feel bad for the players. I do feel bad for the rest of the supporters. Um, something needs to change. Josh, you talk about that half situation. That's that's Tim. That's on Tim Sheens and Benji Marshall. Mm. Okay. Anyone that's watched the club for the last 10 years, including Benji Marshall, has known we have lacked a game manager. Out of nowhere, out of desperation, out of sheer hope and fluke, we got Jackson Hastings last year. And the old man tinkerer, Tim Sheens, playing in his garage, decides, you know what? Nah, he's a lock. He's not a halfback. He's a lock. We don't need him. We get rid of him. So whose fault is it that we're Hmm. lacking halfbacks? I thought he was too slow. No, but it's it's not, it's not the point. He can manage the game. Well, he did play the other day at 66-0 and scoring two tries. 
Mm. Again, everyone will say, oh, but it was against Canterbury. We lost to Canterbury. Okay, we lost to Canterbury. You only need just a little bit of a steering wheel and have some good pieces outside someone that can control a game. So it's not Lee Hadjipentelis' fault or the board's fault that Jackson Hastings or the like have been moved on from the club, but it's their fault for appointing the people that can't recognise talent and can't recognise what we've been lacking for 10 years. And when it finally falls in our face accidentally, we get rid of a bloke. And now we're saying, oh, you know, poor Brandon Wakeham. we got no one here. we got rid of Madden. we got this. we got no halves. Why do we have no halves? It's because of Tim Sheens, who was appointed by fanboy Lee Hadjipentelis. That's why. That's not opinion. That's fact. Right. We'll move on to... This uh, Thursday's game, so uh, we are playing at Combank Stadium. Almost at 9.50, my draw. Obviously, I'm in the wrong time zone at the moment. 7.50 on Thursday night. Are you heading out to this one, As? Yeah, I'll be there. Like I said, I may not wear a jersey or anything. I may just go and sit in the stands and just see what happens, I guess. Put yourself through the torture. You're, uh, yeah, you're a much. real Like I said on Monday's show, if I was in Sydney... I would um, come and endure the torture with you. Right, do you want to go through the team list for the West Tigers this week? No worries. So fullback is Jareen Buller. Um, Asu Kepa'oa is back at, on the wing. Starfatoa is a centre. Tommy Talau is back in the other centre positions, uh, replacing both Noffa and Brent Naden, who have shoulder injuries, I believe. Uh, Junior Tupo remains on the wing. The halves are Dane Laurie and Brandon Wakeham. Stefano Utoikamanu is, uh, and David Klemmer are our props. Jake Simkin is the hooker. Isaiah Papali'i and John Bateman are in the second rowers, so Bateman's been moved back there. Fanua Pole is back in the starting side at lock. The bench is Talon De Silva, Sean Bloor, Alex Safarth, and Atasi James on debut. Uh, Justin Matamua on 8th man and also outside the 17, Will Smith, Tristan Riley, Brendan Tumuth and Josh Felity. Uh, Felity sorry. Um, Atazi James getting his first crack at the NRL as that's, that's at least you can say um, you'll be at his first game. So what do you know about young uh, Atazi, the young lock? Honestly, I don't know much about him because he doesn't have a player profile. Um, on the Tigers website or on or on NRL. So I don't know too much about him, but from what I've seen from him in the lower grades, he looks like a, a, a good talent. Um, he's obviously there to replace Twal, who's been suspended. So I hope he um, has a game that's at least similar, a similar style to Twal. Um, hopefully he's got good defense and um, uh, a good a good run off the back fence because through the middle stages of the game, uh, coming up against the Sharks, the players on the Sharks bench will need will need some runs off the back fence, I reckon. Mobile Corp supports local businesses by managing their IT, their networks and their mobile devices. If you're a local business owner looking for a partner who will take away the hassle of dealing with IT issues, make sure you have cybersecurity in place, handle all your mobile device needs, then Mobile Corp can help. Mobile Corp is a family-run business and a long-time supporter of the West Tigers. Reach out to our mate Stephen at uh, and the team at Mobile Corp or check out mobilecorp.com.au that's mobilecorp.com.au RB with uh, on Monday's show you said to change the forwards back 
to how the, the structure they were earlier in the year. And it sounds like they listened. Oh, look, whether they listened or not, I don't care. It was common sense that it needed to be done. It needed to be done a couple of weeks ago. It's a, it's a bit late now. Uh, look, this team that's been selected is the most face-saving team we could have picked, okay? We've gone for experience. We've gone for guys that I don't think should be there, Tom Talau, uh, Kapoa, but probably rightfully the cupboard's pretty bare out in the backs. We want to put our most experienced guys there because after having 74 points scored against us, the one thing they're worried about now is the scoreline. So I think the, the thing they're trying to rectify ASAP is, you know, the defence. Uh, I like the I like the balance of the bench. The balance of the bench is really good. I like the... I mean, obviously, Bateman and Papali'i aren't going to get replaced. So I hope Bateman gets to stay on that right edge all game, meaning that Sean will come in and play as a middle. I think Sean can still offer some second phase from the middle in attack. He's a good one-on-one defender. Uh, so I'm actually like quite happy with the forward side of things. In terms of the backs, yeah, I would have loved to have seen someone like Tristan Riley get a go or something like that. But mm. even we got sliced up, you know, and let's face it, I mean, we had four Cowboy backs score doubles last week. You know, the fullback, both wingers and Valentine Holmes, the centre. So, um, you know, obviously we, we, we're trying to put our most experienced guys there, even though they haven't been, you know, great. Uh, I, I just, it's probably... The most experienced and best team we could pick, given who, given who's available. But yeah. event, eventually, we're going to need to try some of these fringe guys. Maybe not this week because they want. Like I said, when this club, when the when the when the spotlight falls on Hadjipentelis and Pasco, everything is about saving face. Okay, and this team selected is about trying to save face. You know, I know I know the boys are going to come out fired up at least the first fifteen or, or twenty minutes or so, and if the scoreboard goes our way, then we'll be in it most of the game because as, as pretty as Cronulla play, I still see a soft underbelly to them. I know, I know they can they can look like our 2005 West Tigers when mm. they throw it up, but I, but I also feel they're really good at playing downhill. They've given up some big leads this year. I, I just don't think they play super tough. I, I think they play really attractive, but they don't play super tough. So if we're in it, you know, it'll, it'll be fine. But if, if the Sharks do get off to a couple of quick tries, then, yeah, it, it could get pretty ugly. But uh, in terms of our team, I, I think that's the most experienced lineup we could have picked. And I, I'm expecting us, to, like I said, to, to bounce back, just like we should have expected the Cowboys to come out, you know, breathing fire last week. And Hadjipentelis yep. has publicly gone on record and say, say, said he didn't expect it. He didn't expect that type of result. And he didn't expect that. He's literally one of the only people that would have not expected the Cowboys to want to rub it in our face, given how humiliatingly we beat them at Leichhardt Oval six and a half weeks ago. So the, the guy is just an absolute head case when it comes to rugby league IQ. He's literally at the bottom of the pile. And yeah, so, and like, do you think Cronulla aren't expecting us to come out fired this week, given we had 74 points put on us? Like, do you think Fitzgibbon is not saying to his boys, these guys are embarrassed, they're going to come out running as hard as they can? Like, do you think Cronulla aren't ready for that tomorrow night? Like, yeah. this, this is the difference in, in mentality between lawyers and rugby league people. And this, this bloke's a lawyer, this bloke's a sponsor. He needs to stand down as chairman. <laughs> me. As, do you want to run through the Sharkies team? I sure can. Um, just a second. So... Uh, their fullback is William Kennedy. Their wingers are Sione Katoa and Ronaldo Mulatalo. 
Jesse Ramian and Sia Sipitalakai are the centres. The halves are Matt Moylan and Nico Hines. Oregon Kafusi and Toby Rudolph are the props. Blake Braley is the hooker. Britton Nakora and Teague Wilton are the second rowers with Cameron McInnes at lock. Their bench is Jack Williams, Wade Graham, Jesse Colcoon, and Tom Hazelton. In the reserves, they have Connor Tracy, Braden Trindle, Tuku, Howe, Tafua, Mawene, Hiroti, and Jaden Beryl. Uh, and he's, it's, uh, it's a pretty good-looking back line there, Rob. Yeah, they're, they're, their back line fast-hearted. Um, Moylan plays a really attractive brand. He, he, he'll, he'll go both sides of the rucks, but he's mainly on the right side. Um, our left edge has been a problem all year, even in our good times. Uh, I'm just hoping the right edge gets a li- little bit better. I'd even expect at some stage through the game, Toa and Kapoa to swap positions defensively because Kapoa's a bigger body. And as good as Safa Toa plays, I just think that's a really big ask, uh, trying to stop a bloke twice his size in Talakai. So I- I'd expect Toa and Tara and uh, the poet to have a little bit of an exchange every now and then, but yeah, uh, look, it's going to be a tough ask. But I, I just hope Jake Simkin can direct our pack a little bit better this week. Uh, we've got we've got the forwards to match their forwards. I've got no doubt about that. But what's the confidence going to be like? How, how are the boys going to react? We'll, we'll learn a lot about these boys, and we love the boys to bits. There's no questioning our love for the team, but it's going to say a, a lot about them individually. And personally, can they can they bounce back? Can they show some pride? I'm expecting a bounce back. I really am. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting mm-hmm. a bounce back because if there isn't a bounce back, then they're not worth their salt. So um, we'll we'll see how it goes, Josh. But yeah, I, I can't watch it during a game because I'll, I'll get as worked up as I am speaking now. To be honest, like I I just. Like I said, Monday, I just feel like I've wasted my life following footy because I, I just can't. I can't support a club led by leaders that are just absolutely pathetic and and don't see the wrong that they do and don't accept accountability and, and kid themselves that everything's going great and everything's going to be right. And I, I can't paint, paint that sunshine and rainbow sort of projection. And, and you know what, Josh, in, in fairness, I don't think I'm the right voice for our supporters anymore. Like, like we're, we're all frustrated, but, you know, our listeners, our our people, they need they need positive, you know, uh, reinforcement stuff like that. I can't do that, and and you know the proof's in the pudding in, in, in our results, mate. Like we keep saying, we go on backwards every year. We didn't think we could go worse than sixteenth and last, but there's another team that's been added to the comp, so we can actually finish worse this year. And then, yeah, you know, this I can't wait to see the recruitment drive. Cannot wait, cannot wait to see the recruitment drive. Just want to see who they get and how they play him up. It'll be it'll be a rep player that hasn't played for four or five years, and we're going to glorify that bloke like he's Andrew Johns. Or we might get these mm-hmm. young brother, we might get these young brothers, and it'll be Luke Brooks all over again with all the hype and the talk. and And that's all that's all our fans have got. That's all our fans can. We can only live off the false hope that they give us, but it just bears no fruit to use his his you know terms. It bears no fruit every time. And and you know we've just we just ruined our roster. We ruined our halfback situation at the start of the year, and we we put all our eggs in Brooks after not getting anyone. And then when we decide we you know we're sticking with Brooks, we don't offer him the right money. Like it's literally like my mum knows nothing about football, and my mum couldn't screw this up like they are. You know, it's just embarrassment after embarrassment after embarrassment. But 
you know, to all those supporters that are going to the game and whatever, I, I honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I love you and I salute you and I wish I could be like you. I just can't do it anymore, guys. Not, not. I, I want to believe in the leaders of our club. I do not believe in our leaders of the club and that's why I can't support this club anymore. You're not alone there. You say you're not, you want a positive voice. Have you seen a single one out there, Rob? Like no one, literally no one in the West Tigers, like it was pretty divided year after year, but slowly chipping away. Obviously, uh, the last few years that you've been on this show with me and pleading this case and had a lot of people disagreeing with you, but surely there's not many out there disagreeing with you now. There's a couple. And and you know what, Josh? Honestly, I don't mind those couple that disagree because, like I keep telling everyone, without hope, you've got nothing. Mm. You literally have no hope. You've got nothing. But well, I've got nothing at the moment. I'm not the sort of person. I can't turn around and support Penrith tomorrow or Parramatta or Manly or anything like that. I'm a fucking tiger. I'm a Balmain Tiger who became a West Tiger, okay? And I can't support another team. But I, I'm just not going to kid myself and get one good game every now and then. Like, we'll probably have a really good crack tomorrow night, and we might even win. Who knows? But if we mm. don't, it might it might be like a consolation loss. And you know what? All our fans are going to say, Josh, they're all going to say, you know what? I was happy we saw some effort, and I saw some pride, and it wasn't too bad. And these are all the things we were saying about what Madge was achieving with the club. Yeah, you know, Madge tries hard. He's doing this, he's doing that. But we're sick of the consolation losses. We're sick of ninth. We're sick of 11th. We've got to start making finals. We've got to start winning. But now our expectations have gone back down again where we just want to see pride in the jumper. And honestly, I reckon half the supporter base tomorrow night would take a 24-18 loss. Okay, and... Because after 74 nil, that looks wonderful. But the reality mm. is it's not winning a game. It's not winning a game. And even if we win a game, we're still fucking last. Well, unless the drag have the dragons got the by who are the dragons got this week as it's just uh, the like Raiders. it's like let with these shit clubs. It really is. Between Canterbury, St. George and the Tigers, it's just like oh, you know, like be honest, Josh. I mean, I can't I mean maybe you, you, you would like this, but if we came fifteenth, sixteenth or seventeenth I really don't give a fuck. It, it means nothing mm. because, because I'm looking to next year. I'm looking to how are we going to be next year. And as I've said previously, we've got 10 or 11 players that I think we've got a real good nucleus of. But definitely there's there's a lack of harmony or belief or something right now because you do not have a 122-point turnaround against the same team you beat six weeks ago if everything's sweet. Okay, there is something wrong, whether it's the players disappointed about Brooks or the players disillusioned with the coach or just not believing their shit anymore or, or thinking, you know what, without Appy, we can't do anything. There is something wrong there. And I, I just hope the boys do have a go tomorrow night. And, you know, some will be happy with a consolation loss. I wouldn't be. And I'm not even going to be happy with a win, Josh. I'm not going to be happy till we get change at the top because I'm absolutely convinced we will never be successful as a football team while we have the board, the chairman and the CEO that we have. Until that changes, forget it. It won't, it, nothing's going to change, guys, in my opinion. You don't have to believe it. That's just what I think. And the runs are on the board to prove it. We've gone backwards. We're anchored to the bottom and it doesn't look like changing anytime soon. I think you're in the majority there. As anything to add on this game before we uh, get through to the other parts of the show? Honestly, no, not really. I just don't 
like I said earlier, I just don't know what we have to be ho- hopeful for. Um, I'm expecting a loss and I'm expecting a bit a loss by a relatively big margin, although not as big as um, last week. And yeah, I just don't see any any way out of the hole that the club feels like it's in at the moment just because of the lack of change at the top and what that means for the, you know, like the trickle-down effect. Uh, on to lower grades. So New South Wales Cup, the Magpies are playing at Henson Park. Uh, I believe that is at, uh, I think that's 3 p.m. I'm not sure if my phone's showing my time or Sydney time there. I believe it's 3 p.m. If you can just check that for me. As um, and in in the Jersey flag, I doubt they're playing at five because they wouldn't play under lights at um, what do you call it? Henson Park. I don't know. Does it? Well, I guess it'd have lights, but probably not. Uh, Jersey flag. The kids are playing Saturday up in at Maitland Sports Ground at must be midday, even midday at two p.m. I assume that's yeah, midday. Twelve p.m. 12 p.m. 12 p.m. for the flag and yep. New you. South Wales Cup is. I'm scrolling down to it now. This should be uh, 3 yeah. p.m. 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Uh, Henson Park. A few good memories of Henson Park. Rob, back in the day watching Balmain play Newtown. Yeah, we we had some good wins against them, and and just as a kid, I used to love their their big grassy area. So if you if you ever if anyone remembers watching games at Henson Park on TV. If you know that back section behind the, the left-hand try line up the top end, that was a great big area to kick a football around and have a bit of fun mm. and, and used to be able to get on the ground after the game. So, yeah, showing my age there, Josh. But, yeah, it was, it was good fun. Uh, righto, on to Rob Stradamus. What have you got for us this week? Look, there's there's a few things you could tie in. I kind of actually want to lose this week, guys. So anyone taking <laughs> anyone taking my Rob Stradamus tips, I actually want to lose this week. I never put Tigers games in there, but fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to go five legs. I'm going to say the fullback and the two, two wingers score. Okay. I'm going to throw in Britton Nakora as well as a try scorer. But the, the one thing that I think is going to be the, an absolute winner, and I, and I can't jinx this, there'll be more points scored in the second half than the first half. Okay, because I really believe the boys are going to have a good red hot crack in the first half. So I I don't think the Sharks are going to go through us and have forty points at halftime like like the Cowboys did. But eventually, eventually their class should come through in the second half. And if we need to score mm. points, then then we'll probably be a bit more expansive in the second half. So my one big tip would be the second half is going to have more points than the first half. But yeah, I mean, geez, you could just about write your own ticket for a multi with with Cronulla. They've got so many try scorers. You know, Ray, Ramian's probably a chance. Uh, you know, they've got some. They've got a guy off the bench whose name escapes me. Uh, seems to be scoring a try every time he comes off the bench. Uh, Teague Wilton's a good for scoring a try. He could li- literally pay your house off if you could, if you could snag a seven leg multi. But you mm-hmm. know what, guys? I, I don't think there's going to be seven or eight tries from Cronulla. I feel like they'll get about five or six. Which is well and truly, well and truly enough to beat us, but I just don't think they're going to get more than five or six tries. I really think it's going to be a tight first half, and um, yeah, be just be. I'm just really interested to see how it ends up panning out, and if if we do do well, then I'm going to enjoy watching the replay. We're paying ten dollars twenty five twenty three and a half line. The half half time line, uh, yeah, half time line is eleven and a half. Can we be within two tries at half time? 
we can, but I'd, I'd like 12 and a half. <laughs> I think that extra point, I think that extra point would count, but yeah, look, uh, you just, get, just don't. Yeah. I, I just know when I, whenever I've had a punt on Tigers games, it, it cost me money normally, although last weekend was quite fruitful, but um, yeah, I mean, if you couldn't, if you couldn't snag a Cowboys multi last week, you're never going to win a multi. So, so they had so many try scorers. Yeah. Yeah. The betting agencies must have hated that game. Uh, Righto, on to our tips for the week. So, obviously, we're the first game. I'm assuming we're all tipping the Cronulla Sharks, unfortunately. I hope we are wrong, but uh, all on the Sharkies, I guess. Yeah, I'll, I'll go I'll go Cronulla, 30 points to six. Yeah, I'm, I'll go the Sharks. I've, I've tipped them on um, – well, we, we use ESPN tipping app as our – like where we're recording our tips for our um, – our Patreon yep. Discord competition and everything. And I tipped the Sharks by 28. So I'm thinking a pretty similar margin to Rob there. Uh, I can't remember what I did, but uh, let me check. Uh, 20. I did by 20. I've been in. Uh, righto. Canberra v. the Dragons. Poor, our poor old mates, the Dragons. They're only four, they're four to one in this one against the Raiders. Uh, I think we've all gone the Raiders in this one as well. Yeah, Raiders, Raiders in this one for me. No Ben Hunt uh, being in origin. And even though Canberra don't score many points at the best of times, they've just got too much to play for. They can't afford to drop one to St. George. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Parramatta are at home against the Warriors. I think we've all gone the Warriors in this one because obviously uh, Gutho getting the call-up to origin. Obviously, Mitchell Moses is playing as well. Yeah, I, that was pretty much the only reason I, I switched from Parramatta to New Zealand. They, they're, mm. they're too massive outs. Not not that they can't win, but it'll just it should be a quite a dour game. But I think New Zealand will want to bounce back, and you know the wet conditions really didn't suit how they've been playing. So if we get dry weather up here, I, I think New Zealand myself. But I wouldn't be surprised if Parra won. But I'm tipping New Zealand. Yeah, this one's a bit of an interesting one for me. Like when I was looking at um, the the app and going through my tips, I saw. Um, well, based on the odds they use, which is points bet, the Warriors are the favourites, but 65% of tipsters are on Parramatta, which I thought was interesting, and maybe that's mm. because of the rumours that Sean Johnson won't play. Um, but at the moment, he's been named. If, if he plays, I'm sticking with the Warriors. Um, they've also got uh, four club milestones to play well for the Warriors, so a lot of reasons well, for them to perform well yeah. against a team missing their their star halfback and fullback. Yeah, right. I actually won, uh, speaking of New Zealand, so at the hotel they do, you've probably heard of uh, crab racing before. So they auction off 10 different little crabs and each crab is named after a country and I uh, won the New Zealand crab and it uh, (laughs) it came second. So turned uh, 40 Fijian, sorry, 30 Fijian dollars into 95. So it was good to have it. It's pretty fun. Gambling alongside children, um, just a different world outside Australia. Good fun. Which country? Uh, one? Uh, it was Mexico, the Mexican one. Hashtag wearing sombrero. <laughs> was it wearing a sombrero? Uh, <laughs> no, but they named it El Chapo, though. They na- they all give it. <laughs> uh, right, Rabbitohs v Doggies. I think we've all gone bunnies in this one. It's hard to tip the Bulldogs at the moment. 
I, I know, but you know, don't call me crazy. They're depleted. I've, 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 mm. I've tipped the bunnies, but crikey, they're missing their literally their six best players like yeah. Mitchell, Mitchell, Graham, Walker, Murray, uh, Colin Atungi, and Damian Cook. So I would not be surprised if there's an upset here, but how do you how do you tip a team after they've lost by sixty six to nil? But it could be this one. This this could be like this actually could be really good value. Or definitely take a definitely take a decent head start. And I think I think I'd be taking Canterbury with the start. Hmm. The dogs have had changes galore as well, um, and they've got uh, Toby Sexton, who's only just signed with them, making his club debut as well. So I'm not expecting there to be a lot of cohesion in the halves this week, and that's probably going to hurt the dogs. So yeah, I'm sticking with the bunnies. Uh, Titans, Dolphins. This one's probably. This is a tough one, but I've gone Titans, even though they've got a few people. Uh, who's out for origin for them? Tino. Tino and Vita. Yeah, Vita. That's what I was trying to think of. Uh, I've gone yeah. Titans. Yeah, this is a, a like the toughest game of the weekend for me. I've gone Titans just because Kieran Foran's 5'8". If Kieran Foran was out, I think I would have gone the other way. But it's uh, going to be a really tough game. For Vita, you know, provides them with a lot of their points and their spark. So... Uh, and obviously, Tino does a lot of their go forward. So, no confidence, but I'm going the Titans. Yeah, I'm going the Titans as well. Um, I think they're out. Well, they've got a couple there. Uh, Brimson is out as well. I think he's oh, is he the fullback. He's yeah, the fullback for yeah. Queensland now, yeah. isn't he? Good point, Aaron. Of course, yeah, he's he's in there for Reese Walsh, who's suspended. And the Dolphins as well are missing Felice Kafusi and Hamaso Tabuifado. Uh, is um, Kafusi in origin? I don't know. Um, no, I don't I'm just looking at the team list on NRL.com, but he he's listed as an out on on the on the website, so that's why I mentioned him just then. Oh wow, I haven't even paid attention to the Queensland Origin team, but I didn't think he was in Origin myself. But anyway, I guess we'll find out after the show, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> right, Patreon time, Patreon.com forward slash Westlife. If you like to uh, support the show, take part. So. A few of the guys save their questions from Monday's show for this one. Uh, Brighton says, our biggest win to the biggest loss in NRL history in the space of six weeks. Only the fucking Tigers can be this shit. I don't care if we found success in the middle of the year. It means fucking nothing now. Everything good we did has now been overshadowed for the rest of the year by two numbers, 74-nil. Tuiaki Chicken Wings, aka Ben, would love to see someone like a Joel Kane become a setup. In a CEO or chairman capacity, he, he seems to have a bit of nous about him. Actually, has ties to the club as West Tigers. Uh, thoughts? We also need to really start ramping out our efforts to oust the board. We're hogtied in most ways, but surely we can do something. Uh, anyone? Joel Kane as CEO. You can't really have someone tied to gambling as CEO. Uh, I don't think you want to is probably the main no, well, that first the first uh, thing yeah, I agree with everything. All, all the all the um, work that we did in the middle of the year, I feel like it's been undone totally, and and the hope factor's just gone out the window. Uh, as for the CEO, well, look, anyone's going to be an upgrade on Pasco. It's it's not all about money, guys. It's about having some rugby league IQ, and and knowing what to look for, and you know, and being a good judge. And we've just made so many wrong calls on. On so many wrong things over a massive period of time, we we we've done two hours on Justin Pascoe's failures since you know September two thousand and fifteen. So, 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know who the answer is to CEO, but look, there's no point getting rid of blokes if you don't get the right blokes in place. But anyone's going to be an upgrade right now. Uh, anything to add on that one, As? No, not really. But yeah, it, you definitely can't have someone like Joel Kane um, involved with the running of a club. I think recently there were issues with um, Laurie Daly getting a coaching gig or being denied a coaching gig because he's. Because of his involvement with Tab, so Tab, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely can't have someone like that. But yeah. I don't mind the sentiment. We need someone else there other than the bloke who's there now. Uh, Gussie, he says, no matter the size of the war chest, if we play like that again, we aren't getting any big names coming to the club. It's time to pay overs again and likely be rejected. The worst part about last weekend, uh, it is it was always going to happen and we couldn't do shit to stop it. Much love, crew. You guys have raised the bar this year. Thank you for your commitment to your fans and the Patreons. Love you, Gussie. Uh, always. I mean, Gussie's usually... Even Gussie's down this week. Like, if you get Gussie down, man, it's um, it's tough times. But um, Yeah, we exchanged some um, text messages and look, he, he's the most upbeat supporter you could ever wish to meet. And... He still is. He still is. He's not, you know, he's not all doom and gloom like I am, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. But look, it, I mean, <laughs> where, where, where do you go? Like, where, where do you go from here? And it's just, I guess we're going to get a lot of upgrades. I mean, surely whoever we do want to keep, they're going to be getting a lot more money. And as you've always said, Josh, probably some front-ended salaries, but it's really going to be hard to attract players. And it, does, it doesn't matter if we, if we win against Cronulla or even. You know, people, the, the warnings have been there. We've we've had these sort of losses at least once a year. Like we had the Cowboys, we had the Roosters last year, and we had Melbourne the year before. So there's, it's just, everyone keeps talking about this, you know, come and play under Benji stuff. And then they see a 74 point to Neil shellacking and you can't blame it all on Sheens. I mean, Sheens is still indirectly saying in the media, he's been quoted by, I think it was Michael Carianas. He said indirectly, the comp is so tight that there's still enough games for us to make the finals. Yeah, he said it was yeah. And I think to myself, why why do you have to say that, mate? Why do you have to give the biggest load of bullshit to our fans? Our fans deserve better than to think that we can actually play finals. It'd be a grand final achievement if we don't finish 17th. That would be a grand final achievement right now. And these are the sort of things that he keeps spinning and and the and the club allows him and and you know Lee Hadjipentelis does it himself so why wouldn't you know the so-called so-called head coach do it? It's just embarrassing and and I you know I can take a lot of things guys I can't take bullshit okay and and Tim Sheens is the king of the bullshit. Uh, Scott Davo says once again where do we as a club and a supporter base go from here? All the goodness that has been built up from the high about sixty six to eighteen magical. Uh, I think he means sixty-six to six. Don't don't. Uh, no, it was eight. Was right. eighteen. Was it eighteen? Was it? Yeah, yeah. It was. It got Why back to sixty-six. Sixteen. It, it got back to thirty-six eighteen at one stage, Josh. Before you know when that's right, we were nervous. Ran away that's with right, the ball. Yeah. Like it, it could have gone the other way. You know, like if yeah. a couple more bad decisions. Uh, there is factions and fractions happening in the club. Sheens and Benji kept on the outer with the appointment of Scott Fulton by the gruesome twosome of the clown and the fedora. Uh, players mentally quitting Saturday night we, and we're fighting for the spoon again. Uh, could we as a club go any lower or will we plateau? It'll be more, more hurt this week versus the Sharks on Thursday night. Keep up the great work. 
lads. Just a lot of sad, not no questions apart from Steve O finishing here. Just a lot of um, everyone's very down the dumps, understandably. Uh, Steve O. Steve-O19, do you think Benji will be coach next year? Uh, I don't think it, it can't be Tim Sheens come next year. I know ben, Lee Benji, keeps... Benji's not a quitter. Benji's not a quitter, although, honestly, if if there was a better option out there, we, we I'd take a whole new coaching staff right now. But mm. Benji's, Benji's not a quitter. He's not going to go anywhere. So um, as as for the what happened with Scott Fulton and all that, that's... That is recognition, which is actually a good thing because as some sometimes, like Hadjapan Tellus has been quoted as saying this, sometimes you have to make decisions on the run. The decision on the run they made was we don't trust Tim Sheens and Warren McDonnell anymore. We, we're not happy with their recruiting. We're not happy with how this is going. We're going to go behind their backs and we're going to get Scott Fulton. We're not really going to tell anyone and these coaches kind of knew nothing about it. And then when they got Scott Fulton, obviously McDonald was basically relegated to pathways, which he wasn't going to take, and he moved on. So bottom line there, guys, Hadjip and Tellus and the board and the CEO made the wrong decision with Sheens and McDonald, realised they fucked up, and they've gone to get Scott Fulton. So now we've got to see if the Fulton thing works or if that's another fuck up, and they go find another uh, football director who is going to fuck things up again. So I hope Scott Fulton works out. But Christ, he's got, he's been given a, you know, he's working against a stack deck because I don't think anyone can succeed, succeed under these blokes. And, you know, it wouldn't matter who you are now, how are you going to attract players to the club? As, as one of those comments said, how do you attract players to the club unless you're giving money that is so ridiculous and not worth what these players are worth to get them there? So I, I don't know where we go, guys. Righto, that just about does it for this episode. Anything else to add uh, to the, this episode? As I know you're going to head out to the game. You said you're not going to wear your jersey. I was just thinking, uh, wear your Indigenous your indigenous jersey from last year, As Because to all our listeners out there, if you are uh, going to the game Thursday night, the few hundred of you, that, that will head out to Combank Stadium. If you see As in his Indigenous orange, uh, it was 2020. Two jerseys, isn't it? Last year's yep, Indigenous last jersey. Year. So wear that, and then go up and give as a big hug for me. I can't do it from uh, from over here at the moment, but um, yeah. So head out, give as a hug, and say uh, a big big thank you, and keep the faith as uh, one chair will. Uh, and if, if you give if you give me a second, I'll tell you what bay number I'm in. Um, if Josh keeps talking, I'll find what bay number I'm in, and I'll let it, people know in case they're nearby. <laughs> Drop your address and phone number while you're there. <laughs> that's that's on the premise, Aaron, that you're expecting other Tigers supporters to go to the game. Uh, I, I honestly some. think we'll be lucky if we get a crowd of 5,000. It's Thursday night. We're coming off a 74 mm. to nil shellacking. I'm not expecting much of a crowd at all. What's the weather meant to be like? Well, it's as clear as day today. It's fantastic weather today. I'm not sure what tomorrow's forecast is, mm. but if it's anything like today, it'll be a dry track. Right, anything add, Rob, before we uh, head off and hopefully uh, review not a uh, too big a loss on Monday evening. We'll be back on camera on YouTube. So, yeah, give, give us a sub, turn notifications on on the uh, the YouTube channel there and we'll be back on all the audio 
outlets as well. But um, anything to add, Rob, before we go into... Uh, I just want to apologise for actually venting from my spleen because I can't... I've got no heart anymore. Like, my heart's crushed. So I apologise if it sounds a bit dramatic when I fucking go off. But I just... Only the West Tiger supporters know the, the frustration and the hurt after hurt after hurt after hurt for not just this tenure, but going back 12 years, okay? It's just reached a point where I just, I've just i just questioned following a club that's led by men that aren't capable of doing it. So sorry for, sorry for venting or screaming in your ears and you might have had to turn the volume down, but yeah, I'm just getting a bit jack of all this shit, to be honest. Hmm. One thing that might bring a bit of light Rob, I played golf yesterday on the yes. golf course. The golf course that the Fiji Open's called. I can't remember what it's called, but it's this unbelievable course. Like, I was yeah. way out of my depth. It's probably the second time in my adult life that I've played golf. Um, I, I put probably, oh, dead set. I reckon I put 14 balls into the bush and not got them back. It was just <laughs> unbelievable. Like, it's, it's a pro course. It's just, like, if you're not on the fairway, basically, it's in the scrub. So... Tough course. Uh, my brother, he he plays almost every day. He he carved up, but you know, we might be saying that on the air. But there was one shot. So most of my shots were absolute howlers. There was one shot. Basically, it's a very hilly sort of course. And uh, this was a par five, and we hit. I we're playing Ambrose, and my brother hit uh, hit one straight, pretty much straight down the fairway. But it dog legs to the right down a valley uh, across. Across a river, there's a river between the the green and where we were. So, like, and my brother goes, "Look, just chip it down there. Like, don't don't go stupid." And I went, "Nah, fuck it." And I grab grab the three wood. I said, "I'm going to curve it around because we still hadn't gone around the dog left. I'm going to curve it around." Yeah. Jo- yeah. I said this jokingly. Sure enough, I go crack. It curves. It boomerangs perfectly. I could. It's it's so like I can't see the green. This is like how far yeah. back in the dog leg we were, yeah. and my my dad and my uncle uh, are like further down, so they can see the green. I'm like, oh, did it go in the water? And they're like, no, it's on the green. I put it like twenty feet, fifteen feet from the uh, from the pin. <laughs> and they're, and they're the things that keep bringing us back to golf when we when we do have a bad round and you hit that one good shot and right yeah. right at the end you think that'll is it was it uh, Natatola Bay is that the place the course That's, you played? Uh, sounds about right. The Fiji Open's played there. Yeah, yeah, Natatola Bay. Mm. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, absolute. Like you, the couple of holes you right on the beach, just crystal clear, uh, aqua ocean. You want to go for a swim? It's absolutely beautiful, and you got a couple of like. Uh, just a shout out to the Fijian people too. They are literally, I mean, people, I'm not the first person to say they are the most beautiful, nicest people you ever met, but they are just unbelievable. They are so good. Uh, I highly recommend anyone coming over here because that is unreal. And then every, I think, three different holes between holes. I don't know if this is just like, they obviously know it's a hard course, but there's, there's family set up with balls that they've collected and you buy secondhand balls off them and we spent about 50 bucks on balls in between holes, but um, wow. yeah, it's just um, unbelievable, but such a great time. Not looking forward to getting back to uh, Tiger Town on Friday afternoon, but all good things come to an end. So, uh, well, mate, thank, thanks hum- for doing the show on your holidays as well. Like I think all the fans appreciate it and um, mate, have a safe trip back and we'll catch you Monday night in person or, or, or on camera. 
Yep. Anything to add, as before we go? Thank you. Um, just that I will be in Bay 215. If anyone does want to come and say hi, uh, keep me company. That'd be nice um, if anyone is there to keep me company at all. Um, in, in other sporting news, I have a nice little rivalry with you two blokes uh, tomorrow night, so go the Swannies. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's the last hope, mate. Dusty Johnson's back, so I, I, I think Richmond will fire up. I don't know if we'll win, but we're going to fire up. It's, it's our last I think the Swans will dive. fire up too after the, how inaccurate they were against Geelong last week. That was shocking. Oh, gosh, you should have won that uh, that missed kick in the last minute. I still can't believe he missed it. So Lee has about tell- five times over. See what you've done, yeah. Lee and Justin. You've got us talking about fucking AFL. Righto, that's <laughs> time to go. Time to go. Righto, righto, boys. As always, despite the clowns in charge, go the Tigers. Go the Richmond Tigers. Go the Tigers. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Please follow us at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter and facebook.com forward slash Westlife Pod. You can also support and take part in the show at patreon.com forward slash Westlife and give us a subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. We'll see you again next time on another episode of the West Life Podcast.